Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. Hallelujah. For the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. We're to be watching for this Savior to come. He told us to watch, therefore, and be ready. My name is Dove Schwartz from Northern Israel, proclaiming King Yeshua, King Jesus is coming. And now, more than ever, it's time to watch, therefore, and be ready. Let's start off with a word of prayer. And I have an important word from the Word of God to share with you today. Oh, Holy Father in Heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you for every listener today. Thank you that you you died to save us from our sins, Lord Jesus. Everyone who's listening, you have paid the price. And everyone who's ever lived, you have paid the price. Oh, that we would embrace the gift you've given us. Grace and mercy through Jesus Christ, oh, Father in heaven. May we embrace Messiah Jesus today. May we embrace your prophetic plans and purposes. May we be filled with your spirit to hear your word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Bless all of our listeners today, please, Father. We ask it in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, There is such a special passage of Scripture uh, that down through the centuries has been so overlooked by the body of Messiah. And and, and so I've got to tell you something. Uh, As we go to look at this passage the Lord is making the subject of this discussion today, of this teaching today, of, of this word from his word today. He is making this an unavoidable issue to the whole world. The whole world is focusing now on the subject of, of the word of God that I'll be discussing today. And, and, and so isn't it something that while the, so, the most of the governments of the world and so many unbelievers in Jesus in the world are focusing on this subject, Believers in Jesus who have been commanded to are ignoring it. These things ought not to be. So first, let me tell you, the word Zion, when you hear the word Zion in the Bible, it depends on the context to determine what it's talking about because there are many different uh, contextual definitions for the word Zion. For example, Zion in some places of the Bible speaks of the Temple Mount area or the temple or or Jerusalem or the or the the land of Israel or the people of Israel and in Hebrews uh, I believe it's chapter 13 but in the in the book of Hebrews it, it speaks of uh, the heavenly Jerusalem and the, and the people born again Jew and Gentile who have been saved by Jesus so uh, very specifically we're going to look at the city Jerusalem which of course would encompass the Temple Mount area, the temple uh, where uh, the temple that used to exist in Jerusalem, and there is going to be one in the future, of course, where King Jesus will sit on the throne of David. Now, having said all of that, we're going to look at, at uh, Isaiah 62, verse 1 to start off with. For Zion's sake, I will not hold my peace. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until her righteousness goes forth as brightness and her salvation as a lamp that burns. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Think of that. I believe, I believe very specifically 
That is God the Father, God the Son, uh, God the Holy Spirit. Actually, God the Holy Spirit penning this through the prophet Isaiah, reflecting the thoughts of God the Father and God the Son, Messiah Jesus. And, and, and so he says, the Lord our God says for Zion's sake, that he will not hold his peace. And, and for what? For Jerusalem's sake, he will not rest until her the, the righteousness of Jerusalem goes forth as a brightness and her salvation as a lamp that burns. You see, in other places in the Bible, Jerusalem is called the city of the great king, Jesus, our Lord himself. And, and, and it says that he has put his name on that city. His, his heart is for Jerusalem. And that's why the nations of the world are trying to destroy it. What do you mean? Well, the nations of the world are lock, stock, and barrel behind those who follow an antichrist spirit, that of Islam. They are behind Islam to take the city from Israel. Yes? And, and, and to take that city they, and to give it to the followers of this antichrist spirit. Yes? Of Islam. And, and, and recently, the United Nations uh, has decided that there is no historical value that the Jewish people have to the Western Wall and to the Temple Mount area. Think of this, folks. This is an all-out assault. They're saying there wasn't a temple there. Uh, the, the, uh, the militant Islam-Palestinian uh, attack against uh, Israel is centralized at the Temple Mount. They say, no, this, there was never a Jewish temple. There. Listen, there are archaeological uh, facts and realities that, that people are so ignorant of. Sadly, most believers in Jesus are so ignorant of. These, uh, these thousands of pounds of, and, and just the tonnage that I don't know off the top of my head, the tonnage of the Sol Solomonic stones uh, from the, the temple that was there uh, in around 900 BC uh, and that was destroyed in uh, the 600s, 586 BC. Uh, and, and, and on and on it goes. In the, the Herodian uh, temple, uh, in the time of Messiah Jesus, now, now there's, listen, there's, there's archaeological proof that is undeniable. It's, it's kind of bizarre and foolish to deny it, but we live in a world that's pretty bizarre and pretty foolish. Yeah? They want to say no. Why? Because it's the God of Israel they don't want. The creator, our creator, the one who gives us breath, the one who gives us life every day, the one who puts food in our tummies, the one who gives us the capacity to work and to have a life and to have a family. This one, they want to deny him and they, they want to say he isn't the true and living God and, and that Israel is, has, has nothing to do with the true and living God. And they want you to believe that. And sadly, more than ever, People in the nations, people in America do believe this foolishness. But what is our perspective to be? What is our perspective to be? Well, if, if our creator has said that he will not hold his peace, and, and for Jer Jerusalem's sake he will not rest, uh, until her righteousness goes forth as brightness and her salvation is a lamp that burns, and if the psalmist wrote uh, about Jerusalem that 
that blessed are those and that they will prosper who love Jerusalem. He says to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. What is my perspective to be? What is my position to be? No, we have gotten so far away from the heart of God on so many things. Oh, it's amazing to me. I'll give another great example. It has really not much to do with Israel. Uh, it's a whole other thing. Listen to this. In Houston, Texas, where, where I lived for so many years, some of the biggest churches in the country and even the world are in Houston, Texas, right? Some of the biggest churches. And there are many. I mean, there are some states and some places where there'll be a church, a huge church with a lot of people. But there are congregations all over the Houston area that have more than 2,000 people. 5,000 people, and there's some that have 20,000 and 40,000 people, right? And at the same time, the second largest abortion clinic in the world is in Houston. And if you go out there looking, well, surely with all those hundreds of thousands of believers in Jesus, maybe over a million or two in the Houston area that go to these congregations every week, certainly there's hundreds of them crying out to the Lord in front of the lar second largest abortion clinic in the world, the largest abortion clinic in the Western Hemisphere, crying out to the Lord, asking Him to stop the killing of these babies in our backyard. Right? You think? But you go out there, and they're not there. The killing continues. The babies die. The innocent blood is being spilled. And not a peep. Not a peep. Why? Because our hearts are far away from the Lord. And, 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 and the things that, that, are, that are about the Lord's, don't get me wrong, there's some, there's a handful. But most, most don't think about the babies. And thankfully, there are other ways to stand for life, and there are people who are standing in, in those ways. Hallelujah. But what's the point I'm trying to make? Most who profess the name of Jesus, their hearts are far off from him. Messiah Jesus said, that these people honor me with their lips. Yes, but their hearts are far away from me. Just like Isaiah said, who wrote this passage in Isaiah 62 about Jerusalem? Isaiah. And in vain they worship me, teaching his doctrines, the commandments of men. Now, I, I heard a pastor say at one time in Texas, he said, he said, Christians don't tell God lies. They sing them on Sunday mornings. Oh, they sing about their love for God. They, think, they sing about their heart for the Lord. They, they have their hands in the air. They, they sing about the blood of Jesus. But their hearts are so far off from him that they don't think about the same things he does. They don't, they don't, they're not burdened for, for the same things he is. They, they live lives devoid, dis, disconnected from the reality of who he is and what he stands for. And what I'm asking today is, can we come back in repentance and say, Messiah Jesus is for Israel. Our Father in heaven sent Messiah Jesus to give his life for a ransom for sinners in Jerusalem. And he's coming back to Jerusalem. Can we get back to God's heart and God's prophetic plans? Now, I'm going to take a break for a moment. And I want to talk to you. And we're going to finish. We're going to go into a couple more verses in Isaiah 62 that are so important. Yes? And, and, and so um, we've got this incredible ministry, blessing Israeli believers, uh, helping 
to do so much kingdom work that's so close to the Lord's heart. Uh, the gospel, discipleship, saving babies from abortion here in Israel, all kinds of exciting, and much, much more, feeding the poor, helping Holocaust survivors. It's just so, so wonderful and such a blessing. And so you can go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com and see more about it. Um, and I encourage you to do so. And when you par- partner with Blessing Israeli Believers, you also help keep this program watched. Therefore, on the air in Southeast Texas and all over the world on OnePlace.com. Uh, so I encourage you to do that. Our Israel tour, it's just about uh, too late to sign up. We have about a two weeks left. And if you wanted to go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com and you're ready to pay for your trip now, you could do it. Where for months, people could save up monthly and give, you know, and, and save up monthly for their trip. Now it's time the trip needs to be paid for. Go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com. If you're ready to join up, you've got about two weeks left to do so. Now, uh, having said that, we're going to go right back into Isaiah 62. And in Isaiah 62, verse 1, I read, For Zion's sake, I will not hold my peace, and for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until her righteousness goes. Her righteousness goes forth as brightness, and her salvation is a lamp that burns. What that means is until Jesus Christ is sitting on the throne of David in Jerusalem, God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit will not rest, will not hold his peace, but will be, will be crying out for Jerusalem. And, and guess what? He does so often through his people who intercede and who cry out for the peace of Jerusalem. Um, that's what every believer in Jesus is supposed to be doing. Did you know that? Well, how can you say that? You know, we all we all have different burdens. We all have different giftings. We all have different responsibilities. How can you say every believer in Jesus is supposed to do that? Well, I didn't. The Bible does. It's in Isaiah 62, verses 6 and, six and 7. What, what does it say? Actually, I'm going to read verse 6, yeah, 6 and 7. There we go. I have set watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. They shall never hold their peace day and night. You who make mention of the Lord do not keep silent and give him no rest till he establishes until he makes Jerusalem a praise in all the earth. Let me ask you a question. When they put that watchman up on the wall uh, in cities uh, to guard and to watch over city, uh, and, and, and of course, they were supposed to do many things, but one of them is to warn when enemy forces were coming, right? Um, here, here's my question. Did they ever put a blind man up on the wall, do you think? Oh, let's choose so-and-so. He can't see a, a, a half a foot in front of him. Well, no, they wouldn't do that. Why? He can't see. Who would they put up there? People with really sharp vision. Let me ask you another question then. In the world today, who are the only people that can really see? Well, those who our Lord Jesus has given eyes to see and ears to hear, those who are born again, believers in Messiah Jesus. We are the ones he's called to be watchmen over Jerusalem, and the enemies have been trying to destroy Jerusalem since its its, uh, modern founding, since it had already been destroyed, Right? It's already been destroyed, but since the modern state of Israel has come into existence through Bible prophecy, very clear Bible prophecy, according to Isaiah, of course, uh, and other places in the Bible, it's been under attack. And now it's under attack like never before. 
by the whole world. Well, what do you mean? Well, uh, the United Nations, the European Union, the United States of America, and uh, the European Union, Russia. This is the whole world. It's a quartet. It's the whole world. Nations of the world are surrounding Israel through the support of those who want to take Jerusalem and destroy the Jews, kill the Jews. Right? Yeah. So here's here's another question, full of questions today. Where are the believers in Messiah Jesus, the watchman through all this? Well, maybe he doesn't mean me, me. I believe in Jesus, but maybe he's not talking to every believer. Really, well, it, it says this. I have set watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. They shall never hold their peace day or night. Who are they? You who make mention of the Lord. Do not keep silent. And give him no rest till he establishes, until he makes Jerusalem a praise in all the earth. We are all as believers in Jesus to be crying out to the Lord, please save your city. Please give me a, a, a vision of what to do. Please give me a witness. Please give me the way forward to, to, to make a difference for Jerusalem. And you know what? What I just what I'm saying here in this teaching, it sounds strange. It t- see from heaven's perspective, it sounds strangely strange. What do you mean? It is strange from heaven's perspective for this to sound strange to you. In heaven, it, it, it is it is so strange and 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 not heavenly that people who profess to be heaven's children don't think about Jerusalem or care about it. But guess what? Um, The Islamic Jihad thinks about it day and night. The Palestinian Authority, who's sending uh, terrorists to stab and cut up little American and Israeli girls while they sleep in their beds, they think about it. Hezbollah thinks about it. Uh, um, The Muslim Brotherhood that our guests in the White House at different times, they think about it, right? Islamic Jihad thinks about it. All these others, the European Union, they can't stop thinking about destroying and giving Jerusalem over to Islam. They can't. They fight. They, they try day and night, right? Uh, the, the nations of the world think day and night about how to destroy Jerusalem, and they themselves are going to, well, look at, the, look at how the world's shaking. Why? Because they're coming against the city of the great king. What are we to be doing? Jesus the Lord wept over Jerusalem. He wept over Jerusalem. Do we ever weep over Jerusalem? Do we ever weep? Uh, and that's those Jews. They don't believe in Jesus and they're just getting what they deserve. You know, they've, they crucified their Messiah. Some would say, some who were even Christians, some were even famous pastors that you may listen to. Really? They crucified, they, they, killed, they killed their Savior. Well, if you want to find who killed Jesus, I think the best way to do it, especially if you're driving right now, is rearrange your rearview mirror so it points right back at you. And you'll find the person who killed Jesus. Why? Because this same prophet Isaiah said, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was laid upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. I killed Jesus, and you killed Jesus. It was our sin that he came to die for. Yes? 
And so, none of us deserves to be saved. It's only grace to the Jew first and then to the Gentile. So since there really is not a good excuse not to do this, shouldn't we love Jerusalem? Shouldn't we be watchmen on the walls, crying out, warning? Yes, praying, giving the Lord no rest. Now, Lord, your word says you're going to establish your holy city, Jerusalem. Your word says there's going to be a remnant of Jewish people who are saved as the world is closing in to destroy Jerusalem and your people. Now, Lord, we're standing on these promises. You see, that kind of thing. We should have prayer meetings and prayer gatherings. We should, we should be very intentional about this. That's what it looks like in the Bible here that it says. For Zion's sake, I will not hold my peace. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until her righteousness goes forth as brightness and her salvation as a lamp that burns. And then in 6 and 7, I have set watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. They shall never hold their peace day or night. You who make mention of the Lord, do not keep silent. And give him no rest till he establishes, until he makes Jerusalem a praise in all the earth. Why don't we stop right now? Of course, if you're driving, don't stop. But let's stop this part of the program. And let's, let's pray for Jerusalem together, shall we? Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, we acknowledge your word. And we want to be blessed people who, who walk with you, Messiah Jesus, justly and humbly before you and to love what you love and you love your city Jerusalem I love your city Jerusalem many who are listening love your city Jerusalem and we join together right now Lord and we ask you to save your city and save your people and as the world is coming against what you love and in mocking Zionism and making fun of Zion and cursing Zion and calling Israel in a disparaging way that Zionist entity you love Zion you're zealous over Zion you will have a recompense a payback for those who hate Zion Oh, Lord, God of Zion, bless your city, Jerusalem, and bless your people who dwell there. Bring them to repentance in Messiah Jesus and purge out that which is against your city. May you arise, O Messiah Yeshua, and may your enemies be scattered. Oh, bless your listeners today who are walking with you and their hearts beat with you, and your word promises that is, as they love Jerusalem, as we love Jerusalem, we'll be blessed and we will prosper. Oh, thank you, Holy Father. In Messiah Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen. Well, I, I pray this program has been an eye-opener for you today and a blessing to you, and I pray that there's great fruit that comes from it. May it be so in Messiah Jesus' name. Another quick closing announcements once again. The ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers. Go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com. You'll find the ministry John McTurnan and I co uh, founded and uh, there's so much going on there that's so incredible and such a blessing and uh, remember uh, it, blessing Israeli believers pro-life which you'll find on the website we partner with Biad Chaim Israel pro-life at saving babies here in Israel from abortion you kind of get a double blessing you get to bless Israel and save babies that's good stuff so you can find more out there also the Israel trip last couple weeks you can sign up this is it folks blessing we're going to be in Israel together in October until we get together next time, don't forget to watch, therefore, Messiah Jesus is coming. Hallelujah. Any moment. Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. 
Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Caroland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv and mail, Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Caroland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.